Welcome to another episode of Your Ghost Stories, a podcast that delves into the world of ghosts and hauntings. I am your host, Nigel. And I'm Jamie, here to guide you through real-life tales of apparitions, haunted locations, and the mysteries that bind the living and the dead. In this chilling podcast, we will peel back the veil of encounters, sharing bone-chilling stories of ghostly apparitions, haunted houses, and eerie phenomena that defy rational explanation. With each passing episode, we will immerse you in the haunting narratives of those who have come face to face with the unknown, capturing the essence of their experiences and the lingering echoes of the supernatural. Following on from last week, we had so many submissions on the last episode, we're going to read out a few more. Next week, we'll return with a brand new guest telling their story. Before we begin, if you haven't already, please help the show out by simply giving us a follow on whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to go one step further, please consider leaving a review and giving us some feedback on the show. We'd love to hear from you. First up is a story from User Smooth Basis, 1805. Sliding glass doors opening aggressively and slamming shut repeatedly, quickly, no wind, and even the strongest wind wouldn't do that. Screws being unscrewed right before my eyes, light switches, plates, door hardware, etc. Scratching from inside the closet at night, some mornings there would be scratch marks. Some mornings, there wouldn't. Digitally overlaying my name, repeated in triplicate and plain as day, over some of my favourite songs, replaying those songs today from any digital source, her phone, my phone, Alexa, my Apple Watch, etc. We can still hear my name clear as a bell, though it has faded over time. Loud bangs, almost always in triplicate, at night, usually 3am, Not uncommon to wake up at exactly 3.33am. Me, my girl, both pups, alert and alarmed from a dead sleep, all at the same time, 3.33am. The sound of hooves in the attic, over the bed and over the garage on the roof. Footsteps in the hall when there was no one else home but us. Dramatic and sudden drops in ambient temperature. Stuffy summer nights, under a thin sheet, suddenly I can see my breath. Voices in the walls. Sounds of hissing coming from the pipes. Voices, male and female, in an unknown tongue, saying things in perfect unison. As if from the same mouth coming from the pipes in the kitchen and bathroom sink. The sound of laboured breathing as if someone was sitting right next to you, drilling as if it was a power drill coming from various points in the ceilings and walls. I experienced all these things. My girl experienced many of them with me. We're not crazy. We don't do drugs. We aren't schizophrenic. We have no explanation for these things. 
except for their indicative of a demonic infestation. I'm glad that chapter has come to a close. It was quite exhausting. And this is a story from user next underscore please. Ironically, this one happened just 15 minutes before I found this subreddit. My mum and I recently experienced a slew of negative events. A major car crash in which my vehicle was totaled just a week ago. The day after the car crash, my mum's work caught on fire. And the day after that, we lost power to the entire neighbourhood for four hours. All just bad luck things. We could really chalk up to poor timing. All things considered. But what happened not too long ago has us all believing that perhaps something negative is attached to us. We were dealing with our lawyers and I was explaining something to my mum when I stepped out of the bedroom. Now we're experienced paranormal stuff before, unexplained noises and voices, objects moving around the house on their own. We believe in this stuff, but we're not super concerned by it. And we don't experience it constantly. But we've never seen any apparitions or anything before. Well, when I stepped out of my bedroom, there's a short hallway the bathroom to the left and the living room to the right, my mum's bedroom straight ahead at the end of the hall. I could clearly see the bathroom mirror and I could see the towel hanging on the towel rack and I could see my mother standing with her back face to me, staring at the wall. It was distinctly my mother and I faltered mid-sentence, very confused. Then I heard my mum from the living room, so I glanced in that direction and glanced back to see the figure was gone. I freaked out naturally and called for her since we were the only two at home i explained to her what i saw and she kind of chalked it up to that's weird and didn't seem to believe me until she faced the living room we have picture frames and they're all very reflective so my mum could see her own reflection only her reflection had its back facing towards her she freaked out i freaked out and my mother is a pretty religious person so she began immediately cleansing the house we're now both sitting in the living room, huddled together, hoping whatever that thing was has left with a cleansing. Now before you ask, my mother is a very distinctive person. Not just to anything looks like her. She has bright red hair. She dyes it a copper orange. And she has a sleeve of tattoos down her right arm. And our bathroom is tiled and bright white. The towel hanging on the rack was black. There was nothing there for me to mistake for her and the pictures in the living room were all of me and my brothers. I look like her, but my hair is always dyed blue or purple or yellow. I can't explain this situation. It's so strange, and for it happened to so close after a slew of bad events and bad luck, it felt very odd. Take it for what you will, our carbon monoxide alarms are working, so we are pretty sure it's not a shared hallucination, but we can't be 100% certain it wasn't caused by something else. Up next, this one's from AliceMU18. Got a few. When I was one, 2003, we moved into a Victorian house built in 1897. From what we know, no one has died there. I had a few experiences when I was young in that house, but the creepiest were when I was six. I moved onto the third floor all on my own. I was in bed with the door open as my dad just tucked me in. I shouted to him that I wanted to sleep with the landing light off. He switched it off, and as soon as he did, I could just see a monk stood there, hood up, head down, 
stood outside the door next to mine, just staring to the left of my room, not moving or anything, just stood there. I screamed, and my dad turned the light on and ran up and asked what was wrong. Of course, it had disappeared. Another one was when my dad was working on a night shift, but I didn't know this at the time. I went into mum's room early morning to see if she was awake, but she was still asleep. And I could see a figure in the bed next to her, with an arm and hand sticking out the duvet, clear as day. I assumed it was my dad asleep next to her. I went back in my room. When she came in a few hours later, she asked what I wanted for breakfast. I went downstairs with her and asked where dad was. She looked confused and said, he's not back yet, he's doing a night shift at work. I looked mortified, so she asked what was wrong and I explained I'd seen someone sleep next to her with their arm and hand sticking out. The creepiest one for me in the house was only about two years ago, give or take. Me and my partner were staying in the same room. It was on the third floor. In the middle of the night, I woke up and saw a very creepy, unhygienic, scruffy man stood right next to me, over my side of the bed, staring at me. I shut my eyes and screamed. My boyfriend woke up and asked what was wrong, and I was hysterical. This was the most recent encounter I've had, but that could well have been a night terror. My dad's old flat he had when I was 13 or 15 was weird. I'm pretty sure the previous person had died in there, but I'm pretty sure it was from old age. They left a cane inside the cupboard which we kept in there for some reason. Maybe they didn't like that their home was occupied. These are things that happened to me in there. I would always be the first person to be awake and would always feel like I'm being watched, especially through the cracks in the doors. My dad's bedroom would just swing open in the night, and even though it was always completely shut. In the flat, I had a nightmare that I had voices in my head telling me to hang myself so I could be with my loved ones. I also had two other separate nights where I was being strangled in my sleep. One of those nights, I woke up with my own hands around my neck. The most freaky one for me, I was sitting on my bed with the door pushed to on FaceTime to my friend. In the middle of my sentence, something caught my eye and I glanced up. What I saw was a human-sized black shadow, but it was in the middle of the room, not against anything, so in no way could that have been a shadow, slowly coming up towards my way. Bear in mind, my curtains were closed and the light was on. I could see everything very clearly. I instantly buried my head in the duvet and screamed at the top of my lungs. I could hear my friend asking what had happened, still on the phone, with me hyperventilating. My dad burst into the room and asked what was wrong. I then looked up and saw nothing out of the ordinary and burst into tears, telling them what I'd just seen. These weren't my only paranormal encounters as a child. Ghosts and entities seem to be drawn to my dad's side of the family, as they have all had some very creepy and strange encounters, especially with my grandparents. Weirdly enough, I'm still a sceptic. This one is from user Lovely Alvin. I have a few. 
I'm sensitive and my husband carried stuff into our marriage. My friends invited me to their houses that were haunted. My sister and brother messed with stuff, etc. Funniest one. We moved into a place, something would bounce the shit out of our bed at the end of it in the middle of the night. We were like, what the fuck? And tried to get to the bottom of it. We were downstairs one time, late, and heard what sounded like paws running up the basement stairs. We were like, what the fuck? And then we heard a skid slash butt bump into the kitchen. Then more fudding up the main stairs. So now we were like, okay, what? So we figured out about the time it would start and I stayed upstairs and he stayed on the main floor. And it happened, all the usual stuff, at about 2am. My husband yells up, here it comes, and I hear it. It sounds like too much nail, not enough pad, once it hit the top floor and then them, the big flop onto the bed. I was sitting on the bed and heard what sounded like panting, with little whine and indent no bigger than a than a dog in size and length. We figured a puppy may have passed there, and that's what it would do. It did it every night till we moved. We didn't have the heart to ever move the bed. My kids were little and would comment about petting it if they were up, or be visibly seen petting it. We thought the worst at first, because we heard of black dogs and things. The strangest slash weirdest my mum and I were in her room watching TV. It was Saturday morning, cartoon time, and I was eating breakfast. My brother went to work that morning, and I knew he wouldn't be home till way later. My dad was already at work at his first job, so my mum tells me to lock the door behind him. I locked the downstairs front door and the upstairs one, as we lived on the second floor. I've done this a million times, as my job, since I could reach the locks, was to lock the doors. Our back door was also locked and hard to get unlocked without you hearing it through the house and it also squeaked like a banshee and the window moved in it enough to make like a weird bang noise that when you would shut it. And the downstairs front does this as well. The hallway for the downstairs has absolutely nothing in it so you can hear people on the stairs easily. If someone is talking or when the front door shuts, this hallway has only an unopenable stained glass window. This is of importance. This is a 1600 square foot or so apartment, Victorian stylish in upstate New York. If you came into the upstairs front door, you can see inside my mom's room directly to your right and you'd walk into the living room. To the left past the living room was my room, a storage room and the front porch. If you go straight through the living room, there's a hallway with a built-in to your right and the bedroom on your left. Past the hallway is the kitchen and on the right was my dad's room. He snored really loud. Then my brother's room. He had the same problem. Then a door to the walk-in pantry. We were all sitting there as usual and the front door upstairs opens. We heard nothing at all in the hallway but didn't think about it at that moment. My brother walked in, looked around the living room my bedroom like a scan and we were behind where he was looking with the only sound on in the house. My mum asked him what he was doing home and he looked a bit startled. I then noticed it. 
it had the same everything except a few key features. This person had dark brown hair and green eyes. He didn't do my brother's normal twitches and it didn't walk with the same gait nor stand exactly the same. I studied it and stopped watching TV. He said they let him go early because he wasn't feeling good and shoved his hands in his pants pockets. Cartoons end and she tells me to wake my brother up. I walk in and the room is as clean as he left it that morning. Albeit the bed was made and everything was a bit tidier. I checked every room and the back door, still locked, not moved. I went into my mum and said, he's gone. What the fuck do you mean he's gone? Ma is not there. His bed is even made. What? When did he leave? Now, neither of us heard him leave. Heard anything open. We go through and realise we never heard him come in either. The more we thought about it, the weirder details got. So this is pre-cell phone era. So we couldn't call him directly. My cousin came over and we listened so carefully. We heard her like normal and then she knocked. I opened the door and bam, said cousin. She's like, you guys look stressed. So we tell her. She sits with us the rest of the day visiting and also wondering. My sister came up to visit with her kids and when she got off work, same thing. Then my brother gets home. We all listen, just the same. My mum saw him and starts going off on him for leaving the house sick. He, of course, just got off work and has no idea what she's talking about. So we told him about what happened and his room. My mum called his job to confirm he was there when, for his whole shift. He checked his room and asked if anything was missing. I tell him it was like that after the, the not brother came through. Everyone helped us check all the entrances to the place each time they came in. My sister lived downstairs, so she checked the house and it was fine. We never figured out who or what the not brother was. My mother went off into a conspiracy rant only a handful of times saying about things my brother and sister's dad told her from being in the military. My brother apparently looked just like him, except the build. My mum had the house blessed shortly after by both a witch and a priest. My brother kept his hair short after that and refused to let it grow beyond bald or a buzz cut because it freaked him out. My sister had seen someone who looked like me and interacted with it when I wasn't even in the state but same town. We had also seen my dad's exact look-alike although separately and he would back away if we try to interact while looking extremely pissed. And finally for today, we have a story from No One Special 2022. A few weeks ago, I was lying on my bed. It was in the daytime, and I'd heard something scratching my mattress from the bottom, more or less where I had my chest. It sounded loudish, like a bigger animal doing it, a dog or something. I then heard something bumping on my plastic boxes with clothes, like something was trapped between items under my bed. A few minutes later, I heard the same loud scratching from under the mattress, but on the other side of the bed, close to my feet. I remember I was so scared the whole time. I was just lying under the blanket with my eyes closed. My reasonable side told me we had mice, 
although they would have had to have been giant to scratch so loudly. And I left a piece of bread next to the bed to check. Well, no mice. Also, the noise was starting only a few minutes after me laying completely still and quiet. Not when I was moving. I don't know what that was, but I try not to think about it. Weird stuff often happens to me when someone brings an item used previously by someone else. My husband bought a laptop he got from his boss to use it at home to work a couple of days before. It's like something attaches itself onto physical stuff. Anyone had anything like this? Replying to this, lovely Elvedon said, I have encountered haunted items before and can feel whatever is attached to them. Sometimes they manifest. We always buy used, goodwill, yard sales, etc. And it's a chance for something to come with it, or for something to like it enough to stay and defend it. I have a picture in my bedroom that's older, and has something good, nice, happy attached to it. You can look at it, and it will literally make you think you got like, tiggled happy. And I have a dystemic disorder, so I'm usually sad or down. It's a lady, and we don't know her story found the picture at Goodwill. She wanders the house and the dogs see her, but pay her almost no mind, sends a fleeting glance. We have had this lighter set I got used from a storage cell, some fun, nice, etc. Then I heard footsteps around the house like stomping. I have insomnia and on meds, so if I can get to sleep and you wake me up, it's a fight you pick. Then it came into the bedroom. I loudly threatened its life, and it went to shuffle sound. I can live with that. About a week or so later, I woke up to some guy looming over me, and he was kind of see-through, and he was just staring at me. As I said about the meds, I'm not in the state to be scared or give a crap, so I tell him to go scare someone else. He did this for about two months, the heavy steps, shuffling, staring at me while I sleep, like I owed him money, and it got more distorted. Like he was turning or couldn't keep form or something. That's when we narrowed it down to the lighters and holy watered them. He hasn't been here since. You may want to try holy water or blessing things that are brought in. That's when the activity normally comes up. You can also red brick dust your openings and bed frames. I hope this helps. Hope you've enjoyed today's show. We appreciate everyone that sent in their story and we appreciate you for joining us for another episode of Your Ghost Stories. If you've got a story to share, you can email us at yourghoststoriespodcast at gmail.com or head over to our website, yourghoststoriespodcast.com. Until next week, sleep tight.